Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, we talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial location, health freedom. And in that light, I'm always curious, interviewing entrepreneurs people that are into brand, digital marketing, entrepreneurship. And so today we have Michael Doyle, and he's the CEO of Brand Iron and Brand Champion. So we're going to talk today all about pitch decks, raising capital, creating brands, marketing. So I'll let Michael um, tell us about his background and introduce him to the show. So Michael, welcome. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I know it's uh you know holidays and uh, it's great to be able to connect and um, tell us about um, uh, Brand Iron and Brand Champion, your journey and what you do. Sure. So let me take a step back and tell me a little bit about the journey. I um, had a previous advertising marketing agency and I sold out um, during a IPO roll up during the dot com days and reported to Wall Street um, for a couple of years. And it was an absolutely awful experience. I mean, I thought I was going to be done and retired in my early 30s. Did not work out the way that I thought it was going to be. But the good thing about it was is that um, I learned a lot about branding positioning from a totally different perspective. And that's really branding positioning for results and hitting specific desired outcomes. Or in this regard, since we were pseudo public company where we were, but um, it was just kind of crazy times. And, and it's all about what at that time was like quarterly results. And did you hit your revenue numbers? Did you hit your EBITDA numbers? Did you hit your desired goals and objectives? And it was a ton of pressure. And during the times when, you know, um, dot com that when that bubble burst, it was brutal. I mean, we it was just brutal. But I, I it was a horrible time, but also I wouldn't be where I'm at today without having gone through that time and learning what I learned. And so when I was done with my um, indentured servanthood there, um, I um, went out and started Brand Iron, and I've been doing Brand Iron 20 years now. And it's really about branding positioning companies for results. And with my background in reporting to Wall Street, and we did a, at that time, we did about what we call analyst presentations to support. We did a you know a quarterly um, pitch deck to kind of support our stock to the investment banking firms on Wall Street, and I did not know it at the time that there's a lot of practical applications for this. And so when I got out, I started working and pitching this idea of doing not only analyst presentations but capital raise decks and what we call management presentations to sell your company. And so over the years, we've probably done more than 250 pitch decks, capital raise decks, management presentations, all sorts of things over the years. And we work in the private equity space, venture capital space. 
real estate investment technology. Um, and we also have a super cool concept in healthcare. You would, I can't talk about it on air, but <laughs> super cool idea though. Yeah. So that's a little bit about my background. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, so, uh, you know, we'll talk about some of the common, you know, audience listening out there. Um, one is, uh, what are the elements of every successful pitch deck? Sure. Um, I, I call it, there's several different things, but the first one is having a really nice, tight brand story. It's not just about the brand, but telling the story about who you are, what you're all about, what are the differentiators that separate you, separate you from other competitors in the space, telling a really good story of why and how you're better, but then also telling a really, really good financial story understand there you know there's the company the brand what that is and how and why that's really attractive to marketplace but then you got to be able to package and tell the financial story which is <clears throat> how do you put that together why is this investment because you're trying to raise capital typically or get acquired but, and so why is this attractive you know what's your rate of returns what's your IRR are you tracking along your EBITDA numbers and hitting those goals and objectives are you creating what we call enterprise value along the way to be and to really grow and become a profitable cash producing machine and be able to put that into a nice tight presentation that's 20 25 slides is really the challenge i mean i can't tell you how many times we get decks that are 50 to 100 slides and this and they tell me the story's in there and it, it probably is, but you're going to bore any investor, any acquirer to death if you try to pitch them a 20, you know, 50 to 100 page presentation. So the key is really spelling out, you know, what is that value prop? What is what's unique about you? Why did, is this going to separate yourself and be different than anything else already in the marketplace? And then what is the financial story that makes this thing attractive? Is it a reoccurring revenue model? Is it a SaaS model with that reoccurring revenue model? Is it a, you know, um, ongoing retained relationship? Do you have a customer base so so big that you just opened up the door and they rush into your practice? So they rush into your business. What is it that makes you and your business super exciting and super desirable? And we have to what that jewel is. And that's typically the hardest part. Yeah. And uh, when you're talking about, um, you know, um, it's kind of like um, when you're pitching, you know, you're kind of getting <clears throat> this product market, you know, product customer fit. Um, and, uh, you know, you're talking about brands. So what are key elements to a memorable brand? Um, keep it simple. Um, people overcomplicate it all the time. You know, have a simple, uh, have a look that's consistent across the board on your website, in your deck, in your social media in your marketing, in your advertising. Also, if you can distill down what it is you do succinctly into a nice tagline or positioning statement, it's huge as well. And the other key thing is if you have a, what we call like a 30 second, 15 second elevator pitch. So when people ask you, what is it you do and how and why you're better and why do I need to have this is really what we need to try to get accomplished in a brand. And we put together those value points. There's typically differentiators that go into value points that go into value proposition and kind of what's all about the brand, but then also is what is your model look like and how and why is your brand and your model one and the same. 
And the other thing I tell people is a brand isn't just about a fancy logo or a fancy website. A brand is how do you position your company for helping you achieve your desired outcomes, whether it be revenue goals, whether it be, like you said, the four different elements of your life and how do you brand yourself to hit those four different elements is really a brand should be branding position to help you achieve those specific desirable desired outcomes. Yeah. And, um, you know, talking about, um, you know, brand, cause you know, like some of the most valuable brands, you know, Apple, Coke, you know, Google, all these very um, powerful brands. Um, how do you, how do you pitch investors with success? What does it take? Is it confidence? Is it, you know, what is some of the elements? Well, it's kind of, let's, it's kind of like what we talked about before, but it's knowing your brand, knowing those three, four, five value points that make you different and unique and better than anything else in the marketplace, having that succinct story down of what your brand is, what it stands for, having that brand look and feel and tone throughout the entire brand and all the different assets that you've got, communicate and convey those same exact value points and value proposition. And you do have to be confident, but you really got to know what your brand is, why and how it's better. But then also like in a deck or even your business model, you got to know what that, what that model looks like and how that brand and communication of those different value points and your, and your different marketing mechanisms are going to help you achieve those desired goals and objectives and keeping it succinct is the, is the hardest challenge (laughs) being simple and straightforward is the hardest challenge. Yeah. You know, if you can say in one sentence, we do A, B, and C, and this is why and how we're better, it's awesome. The, but we hear all the time people talk for, I tell them, give me your 30-second elevator pitch, and five minutes later, I'm still scratching my head trying to figure out what the hell they do. <laughs> and so if you can distill it down into those simple sentences and, and value points, and they should be like bullet points that you can rattle off clearly and concisely and then rattle off what your model looks like and how it makes sense. That's what's a really powerful brand. And, you know, when you talked about the Nikes of the world, I mean, it's just do it. And I mean, it's that simple, right? And it's very memorable that most businesses overcomplicate it. Yeah. Yeah. That's like kind of like just keep it succinct and, you know, what is your unique proposition? What is your differentiator? You know, be the, talking to one person, you know, be the class of one where you don't have any competition. You're just, you're competing against yourself. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, How about protecting your brand? Tell us like a lot of um, uh, people are interested in, you know, not only creation, but protecting you. Yeah. So we talk about that all the time, especially because when we work with these private equity or venture capital firms, IP or intellectual property can and could and should be one of your most valuable assets. So making sure you have the trademarks for your logo, make sure you have trademarks on your taglines. You know, it's kind of crazy these days, but one of the hardest elements to have for your brand is having a really nice, you know, succinct URL that's simple. You know, .coms is still pretty desirable, but we see all kinds of .ios and .nets, and, which is fine. But having a URL that's, that's um, that you can protect and own. Um, the other things that we really want to see for as far as protecting your IP is making sure that if you have a process or a customer experience that you package those and protect those and either um, trademark those 
or copyright those as well are hugely important. Another hugely valuable asset of a company is their database. I mean, I, I just, I picked up a new customer just a couple of weeks ago that they've been in business for six years and that only for the last six months or so they have, they've been tracking who their customers are and who's doing business with them. And, you know, it, it's just crazy to think about that. But if you have a really good database in a CRM system or a marketing automation platform, that's one of the most valuable assets you have for your for your company as well too. And so you've got to make sure you not only have that, but you're updating that and you're protecting that. And that's like sacred to, you know, one of your most valuable assets as well too. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about um, your reputation and, you know, who you partner with, you know, who your, um, who your co-founders are. Um, talk about some. Hey, one, hey, that brings up a great point, Christopher. Um, we've been working with quite a few, you know, medical practices lately and it's unbelievable you know, and restaurants too, where they have the problem where they people go in there and they just love to gripe. <laughs> and so, you know, one of the other valuable assets that you've got to protect is your brand and your name and your reputation. And so you've got to figure out a system to, you know, tackle those negative reviews and put positive reviews up there. And, you know, your brand and your reputation is invaluable. And you've got to have, whether it be a a um, way to get more positive Google reviews or Yelp reviews and push down the negative ones is a hugely important factor as far as your brand and reputation is concerned. I don't care what kind of business you're in. It's hugely important as well, too. Yeah. Talk about um, uh, marketing strategies to grow your revenue. Sure. Um, there's a lots of different ones. Um, I, you know, Number one, I, I talk about it, but having a good database is first and foremost in my mind. Okay, you got to know who your customers are, who your desire, desired prospects are, and then you got to figure out and put them in a persona or a profile of what they want to look like and what their interests are. And then you can figure out the most effective mediums to reach them. Um, you know, we, I believe in a more what we call integrated approach where it's not just one medium. But you're going to use that, you know, use your database to hit them through like email marketing or I mean, I didn't used to be a huge proponent in text either. But for these consumer um, companies or like these medical practices or anybody who deals with consumers, texting is becoming a huge, huge thing these days. And it's amazing how effective it can be and very, very cost effective as well. Yeah. Figure out how you can connect with your audience on social media is important as well, too. Figuring out how you're going to tackle this digitally as well, too, is hugely important, whether it be through um, Google ads or Google phrases or um, <clears throat> what we call um, programmatic advertising, where you put all these together to aim at a specific target audience is hugely important as well, too. And then, you know, the old, good old fashioned networking is hugely important as well, too. If you've got a localized business, there's nothing more important than building a personal relationship with people in your community. And I think especially what we've gone through with COVID, I mean, that's people, it's just been, people haven't done that. And so people have a desire to get back out there and do that again. And it's hugely important. Yeah. And, um, you know, and so, I, so is there a, a single plan that works? No, but the key is figuring out the secret sauce that works for your business that's most attractive, that's most effective, that's 
kind of least dollars available that's going to do the job for you is going to be the one that's going to do, you know, do um, what's best for you. Yeah. And uh, what's interesting is, you know, marketing strategies and then um, growing your and scaling your company. It's like your early stage. And then you, um, then you raise your venture capital and all of that. Um, How do you, what are your thoughts on, because you've been through it on uh, growing, scaling your company and positioning your company to get acquired? Yeah. Well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> There's a lot of different components in there, right? Yeah. Um, but really, it, you know, it's it's very similar to what like a private equity or venture capital firm would do is they have a checklist as all the different components, whether it be a management team, what does that look like? Do you have your technology, your database, and all that up to stuff? How does your team look? And what does that all want to look like? How's your brand? How does that look? How is your staff and your customer experience? Do you have that well mapped out? And do you have a way to deliver on that on a consistent basis? You know, do you have a really tight, you know, brand in the marketplace, your website, all the marketing materials, as well as your social media in the marketplace too? Is that really tied to nicely and, and communicated effectively and really positions you appropriately? And kind of going through and do a, 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 an analysis just like these other PE firms that may potentially buy you is doing that yourself. And there's lots of different things you could do online and do a little search on, you know, like a private equity venture capital checklist of things they look at and doing that yourself. And, you know, the key for this is not doing it a couple months before you want to take a look at get acquired, right? You've got to do it a couple of years, a year in advance. So you've got time to be able to address all these things, put these systems or processes in place. And to be able to affect real change and be able to be ready to be able to get acquired and to be able to be ready to be able to put your best foot forward on creating maximum value for, for if you were to get acquired. Yeah. And the next thing is, you know, putting together, once you have all those together, I like to put that in together a pitch presentation, you know, and how can you do that and kind of talk about your brand your unique value proposition, your story, and why you're super attractive and how you're going to be in a valuable addition to their portfolio or to this particular company and why this makes sense for them. And then here's your financial track record and why you are highly desirable. And be able to build, tell that within 20, 25 slides is the, the, the trick. Yeah. Um really fantastic discussion um you know a lot of gems um how do people reach out to you contact you uh follow you on social media and um you know look into you sure it's um my company's brandiron.net or brandiron.net check us out on our website we're on all the different social media platforms um, I actually have, um, we also have a website called capraisedeck.com as well too, which we do a lot of exactly what we're talking about, capraised decks, um, pitch presentations and management presentations. So you can look me up this well there and, or connect with me on LinkedIn under Michael Doyle. Yeah. And for all the listeners out there, uh, Mike's resources will be in the links and show notes. Um, be sure to check him out on Twitter, LinkedIn, his website as well. And with that, thanks for coming on to the podcast. It's been a great conversation. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, 
inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you, wherever you are listening, if you like it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.